The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is VSIN's Final Countdown with Stormy Bonatoni and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Adam Burke is going to join us at the end of hour two, so make sure you stick around. We'll get his opinion on the World Series first pitch tomorrow between the Astros and Phillies getting underway tomorrow night. Are the Phillies potentially a team of destiny? I guess we'll have to see because the Astros have looked pretty unbeatable. Tell Actually, they have been unbeatable. Tell you what. What? I don't really care who wins because I have futures on both. Oh, so yeah, I don't yeah, even yeah. care. This is going to be fantastic. Nice. This is going to be the best World Series that I've ever watched in my entire life. I had a lot riding on the Padres, so I'm very emotional. I but know. I know you're feeling good. I you're know. feeling good. Who do you have I'm more sorry. invested in? I'm sorry. I will win more if the Astros win. Okay. Yes. You and Mattress Mac both. Yes. I will win more if the Astros win, but... I'm fine either. I'm I'm fine either way. Okay. I lucked into the uh, look. I lucked into the the Padres situation where I was, you know, where, where I was able to have both of those teams as well because I thought Fernando Tatis Jr. was coming back, yeah, and I was like, I'm going to bet all? this. Yeah, it's like I'm going to bet this team at its low point when they're getting back one of the best ten players in the game, and yeah, then that never happened. But uh, you know, whatever. We uh, we got ourselves in a good position. Yep, it's a woulda, shoulda, coulda for Fernando Tatis certainly. Um, but let's get into it. Thursday night yep. Ravens Bucks. We've had a line flip in this one. We saw it yesterday. Largely due to the injury report that came out with the Baltimore Ravens. the They were initially a one-and-a-half-point road favorite. Now they are getting the one-and-a-half. Seen a lot of twos out there today yeah, as well, twos at, Two at DraftKings, two at MGM. Two, two most, actually, two most places rest of country right now in favor of the box. 46 is the total. So this thing has gone up um, a tick or two since yesterday as well. I think we were seeing some 45-and-a-halves when we were previewing this game yesterday, I mean, look, this is, like you said, I mean, this, the injury report's going to be everything. I mean, this is going to be a 90-minute before kickoff 
decision, I think, for Mm -hmm. a lot of people out there, including me, because there are, you know, I have a pretty decent lean to the Ravens in this game if those people, you know, that we saw in that injury report really are questionable and and could actually play in this game, or if this was one of those deals where there's no such thing as doubtful anymore, you know, like there's no such thing as like the wrong side of questionable and all those things, and there's no probable anymore, so we don't know like, uh, okay, he's likely to go. I mean, we're we're just kind of guessing. Because there were some very key players on that injury list for Baltimore, and that's like the biggest thing, right? I mean, we know Mark Andrews likely not to go. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the one thing. He didn't we're, practice we're, yeah, all, all week long. All week long. Like, that's that we at least know he's likely not to go. We know Calais Campbell already ruled out. But all these other guys, I think it's a true kind of toss-up. Now, most of them did practice in some form or fashion yesterday, which is good if you're thinking they might get back out there. I am hoping that Rashad Bateman – does play in this game, and we will talk a little props, uh, prop and prop watch a little bit mm-hmm. later. But I have a, a, a Rashad Bateman prop for this game. But yeah, this is just, and I, the more I dug into it, I don't really get the line movement because I thought the injury report for the Bucks was just as bad as it is for as it is for yeah, the Ravens. Yeah, and they already came out and just yeah. ruled guys out. So no Cameron Brait, no Russell Gage. Julio Jones was limited or didn't practice all week with the knee, and he's of course missed the last three weeks as well. Carlton Davis is out, and is Sean Murphy Bunting out with a quad? Antoine Winfield probably the biggest on the defensive end that's not going to be available out with a concussion protocol. Akeem Hicks somebody they're hoping to get back, but he's yeah. questionable as well. So you're looking at your starting tight end is not going to play, your starting slot receiver who's not going to play, two of your starting corners that aren't going to play, and a starting safety that's not going to play. Like, th- th- this we already know about the Bucks. So, like, I don't know. I, I just I, – I think it was some people maybe overreacting just because the list was so long for the Ravens. But, again, some of those guys are going to play. Like, mm-hmm. they're not they're not all going to be out for this game. So, yeah, I don't know. It was – it was a move to me that was really, really questionable, which the only reason I didn't pull the trigger where I was, I was like, is there something somebody knows that I don't know? <laughs> you know, is there something like out there that I was unable to process? But if that's not the case, I, I'm probably going to play the Ravens in this because, I, and I honestly think this is a pretty good spot for an over as well, even at 46. With both of these secondaries, here's the thing. We know the Bucks secondary is going to be completely ravaged because they already ruled these guys out. Even if Humphreys and Peters go, we know that they've been limited and have not been able to practice fully mm-hmm. for the last few weeks and have, have missed several games. So they're not going to be 100% playing out there as it is anyway. So, I mean, I know we typically see these Thursday games play kind of slow and, and not very interesting, but I, I think just due to the injury situation in this one, it's going to be pretty tough for for these teams not to score right. here, unless they're just completely inept, which I don't <laughs> think that's the case. Well, and, and not that I have a ton of belief truly mm-hmm. in either one of these teams at this point. I have less faith in the Buccaneers mm-hmm. based on what I've seen to this point. I mean, last week, how much did we talk about? Oh, yeah, good opportunity for Tom Brady and the Bucs to have a get-back game. You know, you're taking on a listless Carolina team, just fired their head coach. They're not going to have their best player in Christian McCaffrey. You're facing – P.J. Walker at quarterback, and they throw up three-point games. Yeah. So, uh, but I, I understand what you're saying as far as the the points come into this. I mean, Tom Brady has averaged 47 pass attempts per game the last four, so they're going to be doing everything that they can in this one. Yeah, I just it's very hard for me to get to a to get to a spot where I think it's worth backing the Bucks right now. And you see something on the field, right? Yeah. I mean, I think this is certainly a Ravens or pass situation, at least with the Ravens. 
what has been our big gripe with the Ravens? The big gripe with the Ravens have been they've been getting out to leads and then blowing them. I'd much rather my team get out to a mm-hmm. lead, which means they are having success in a game and they are doing things right. I'd much rather my team be the team that's playing from in front as opposed to always having to chase and play from behind. And so if our big gripe with the Ravens is, hey, they're scoring a lot of points early and then they're letting other teams score late, I would much rather be in that situation than what we've been getting with the Bucks, which is they're not scoring at all and moving the ball at all and doing absolutely nothing whenever they have the ball. So, I mean, I think that, you know, again, it's it's the Ravens are pass for me for sure. I'll probably will wait until the injury report comes out. I mean, look, if I lose the point or the point and a half, if this moves to a pick, I don't really care, you know, just for that peace of mind. Um, because the point hopefully isn't going to come into play anyway. So, yeah, if I, if I lose the point, not really worried about it. I, I think this is a Ravens or pass for sure. So I did ultimately make a bet on this game, but and maybe it's a little bit vanilla, but very much so based on the thought process you just said, mm-hmm. the Ravens do get out to leads and they have success in the first half and then they fall off a bit. So my approach is I took the Ravens first half money line. Love it. Um, it is a – like – the, as far as the spread goes, they've been really good against the spread, but it's still just a one as far as the half goes. So I'd mm. rather just do the money line at even money. It was even as high as plus 110 earlier today. Now it's down to minus 105, but I think it's still a good bet. The Ravens are 0-7 ATS in the fourth quarter. That's where they've been falling off. So maybe a live betting approach later on in the game. If they do have that big lead and things start to fall apart a little bit, maybe if that's the way that we think this is going to go, live bet in the fourth quarter. But I like the, the first half as far as the Ravens go. First half, Lamar Jackson for his career, covers that number at 64%. He's the second-best first-half quarterback in the NFL his last in the last 20 years, 28-1 against the number on the road in the first half. So just betting on the fact that the Ravens will continue to do what they have done early on in games. And if this number holds, uh, a, good live, a good live betting strategy for me in this one as well would be, again, we sometimes we're just – we have to hope for a coin toss to go our way and we have to hope for, for all that. But, I mean, if this number holds at one-and-a-half – I would love for the Bucks to get the ball first and then score and then me be able to get more than Buy a field goal. Yeah, like get a, yeah. more than a field goal with the Ravens because it, without them even touching the football, I would much I would love to be able to get more than a field goal without them even having possession of the ball because I don't think even if the Bucks can go down and score on that first drive, which we, as we all know, so, so many teams look amazing on, when in the scripted part of the game, and then from there on out, it it just kind of goes sideways. So if the Bucks can go down and score in the scripted scripted part of the game. Awesome for me. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. that's that's great if I can get a better number on the Ravens. So, again, we're a lot of things have to happen for that to happen. We need the Bucks to get the ball first, and we need them to go down to score as well. But, I mean, like, that, those are all things I think that we need to keep at least kind of, you know, look, if you got to write a jot a note down, do whatever you got to do. Like, I honestly do this stuff, right? I'll jot a note down or rem- remind myself, like, hey, P.S., remember, if the Bucks score, yeah. like, you're going to want to get in on the Ravens. Like, these are all different little things that, you know, I think that if you go in with a strategy, you can at least, even if you don't want to bet this pregame, like we talked about, I mean, you go in with a strategy, and if it works out, it works out. If not, hey, enjoy the game. Have you a couple of uh, Modellos, and uh, yeah. just enjoy the game. What's up? What's up with Tom Brady, in your opinion, at this point? I, I, I think he's... I think this is one of the few times he's played behind a, a just a not uh, a not revolving just, door of an offensive not line. just a not just a a an average offensive line because there's been a couple of average offensive lines along the way even to good success whenever he was in New England but this is a bad offensive line he hadn't been behind a bad offensive line in a in a long time and and this is just this has been horrible for him I mean they've tried to adjust how they've done the game plan they've tried to adjust getting the ball out of his hands super super fast mm-hmm. but. Even that has just not really worked so far for them. And so and, and then again, when you have no offensive line, it's very hard to run the ball as well. So they have no run game whatsoever. And then for whatever reason, they've kind of been what we used to 
what we were screaming about, which by the way, the Bengals have changed their changed their ways now. Yes. Watch out for them. Watch out for Cincinnati. But what we were screaming about with Cincinnati, we we're like, why do you keep trying to run the ball when you can't run the ball? Like, why are you pounding it into the middle of the line for two yards of carry? The Bucks have continued mm-hmm. to do that, right? Like they just they continue to run even though they can't run. And so we'll see if they change this tonight. I mean, listen, maybe they watch some film of Joe Burrow in Cincinnati over the last couple of weeks and go, oh, they're just throwing all the time and they're having a lot more success. I was going to say, meanwhile, maybe that makes a prop betting opportunity on Leonard Fournette, like attempts or something like that, because, hey, if they're still just going to continue to try, even if he's not getting the yardage, maybe there's an opportunity there. I don't know. I took a flyer on the other guy tonight. That's a tease. Or later in prop watch. <laughs> yes, sir. Um, okay, we got lots more football to come here on Visa and Final Countdown. Like I said, we still have three games in college football as well. We'll look at some college football win totals later on in the show as they are updated. Lots of NFL news and notes. But also, only one team in the NBA right now is 0-4 straight up and against the spread. Can LeBron and the Lakers fix what is just looking like a listless offense to this point? I don't know. What do you think? What do you think? Oh, Matt says no. Stay with us. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This is v Final Countdown with Stormy Bonatoni and Matt Brown on v the sports betting network. 
Hey, everybody, make sure you get everything VEASAN has to offer for the rest of the football season, just 99 bucks. If you sign up now, you get VEASAN Pro Access all the way through the Super Bowl, which includes our Pro Picks daily recap of top plays made from VEASAN show hosts and guests, pro tools like our exclusive betting splits, pro tips, and our upcoming college basketball, college bowl, and Super Bowl betting guides. Give yourself an edge. Visit VEASAN.com slash subscribe to get your $99 midseason special today. That's VSIN.com slash subscribe and the big trade yesterday in the NFL the Bears sent star defensive end Robert Quinn to the Super Bowl contending Eagles and then today the Giants unload Kadarius Toney to a contender in the AFC in the Kansas City Chiefs they send the G-men a conditional third round pick and a sixth and I have this sinking feeling Matt all of a sudden the hamstring is going to feel fine on this bye week and he's going to be back and looking great here in a week and a half every time you Stuff like this happens. You get the, uh, you, you start to get the locker room reports. You start to get the beat writers saying things. You start to get all the different stuff like that. And so it comes out, and it's like basically people were saying that when he was around, everything was fine. It was like he was a perfectly good teammate, et cetera, et cetera. And I guess the the concern was when he wasn't around the team mm-hmm. and he wasn't in the building that he wasn't, all, you know, he wasn't out there working on his own to to try to get better and all the different things like that. So I mean. The, the talent, I think nobody is going to to really deny. I mean, we saw it last year with him. The draft capital that was spent on him, obviously, was was based off of, uh, uh, you know, a guy that they thought could have a, a real ceiling in this in the NFL. And I'll tell you what, like, going to the Chiefs instantly puts him into the conversation of being a super, super relevant receiver yet again. Because, I mean, like, it's just, what, what have we seen with Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid? I mean, this year, again, we talked about this, like, the, you think they're going to take a step back. They're even more efficient this year than, the year than they were the year before. And there is not a true number one mm-hmm. there now. I mean, I know they were trying to make Juju Smith-Schuster the number one, but he's not. I mean, Patrick Mahomes has been spreading it around every single game to a whole bunch of different guys. I mean, Kadarius Tony has the chance mm-hmm. to actually be that guy, right? Like, come in and be the true number one in an offense with a future Hall of Fame quarterback, a future Hall of Fame coach, and, you know, a, a system that is really, really good at getting the maximum you know, efficiency out of their players. So, yeah, good on him. Good on uh, the Giants because, look, I mean, third-round picks, you know, I mean, mm-hmm. like that's that's a pretty good return. The sixth is just kind of a throw-in. But, I mean, yeah, you know, get a third-round pick. That's, that's a guy that's going to contribute for yeah. you. Sky Moore probably not thrilled. But, like you yeah. said, this is a, a former number 20 overall yeah. pick. Like, this is a first-round guy that has – clear boom potential and already like even not just from the receiving standpoint but in the return game somebody that would be an immediate boost there if that's where you utilize him can get out in space and do really good things so great for them and for the Giants though a a team whose receiving core is let's call it like limited with what they have right now Galladay injured Sterling Shepard on IR Tony now leaves you've got Darius Slayton Wandale Robinson and David Sills yeah, I mean, Wondell Robinson, we know, is going to certainly get a, a ton more a ton more looks in this offense. It does make me wonder if we see the Giants make a move of their own. And we're gonna I think we're gonna get kind of some truth serum from this Giants team okay. after this weekend, whether they think that they're a, a real contender or not, right? Like whether they think that they are actually in it to win it this year or where they stand with everything. Because look, there are other receivers out there apparently that are available. Now, you might have to give up a little bit more than you want to, but there are apparently receivers that you can get. Okay. Uh, Ryan Tannehill did not practice again today, dealing with an ankle. He was on the field and watched during the open period of practice, but according to reports, didn't take any snaps. The 
Titans are two and a half point road favorite against the Texans this week. And I know you, you would love to see Malik Willis out there it's on the just, field. It's so funny. I mean, I, it's, it's, it, look, we, we did a little, we took a flyer yesterday. If you're wondering what, if you weren't listening yesterday, we took a flyer. Which, what are you doing? You should absolutely on Malik Willis at a hundred to one for rookie of the year, because I don't think that it's, I don't think it's a, an award that's locked up quite yet. There's mm-hmm. still more than half the season to be played. And so who knows if you were able to come in and, and take this job and run with it, then, you know, maybe there's a chance that he could. And again, as we sit right now, the Titans are the front runner, front runner in this division, right? I mean, like, and most likely the team is going to win this division. I mean, that's the craziest part about it all because there's nobody else who wants to play in this division, apparently. So, yeah, it could be it could be pretty interesting. Um, look, Tannehill's always just been, to me, league average, right? Yeah. I mean, he's just, he's fine. Yeah, he's just fine, yeah. right? He's not bad, but he's not good either. He's just middle of the pack. He just kind of is what he is. And I, again, like we said this yesterday, I think that the Titans as an organization kind of figured that out too, which is why they took Willis in the first place, just to see if there was anything that he could bring to the table that maybe is an upgrade over what they have with, with Tannehill. And we weren't wrong about this Titans team when mm-hmm. we thought that they would take a step back. They certainly yeah. have, but yeah. it's yeah, just a couple when of these you... wins are fake. <laughs> like, I mean, I, I mean, you know what I'm saying when yeah. I say that. Like a couple of these wins are fraudulent when you go and you look at the box scores. If they were outgained, they were just absolutely dominated, whatever. But except for on the scoreboard, which doesn't matter. I know wins are wins, but yeah, they're not the, like they're not playing great. They're not a right. four and two level team, like you know, comparatively to the rest. Which of the league. goes to show just how fa- how bad the rest of the division is mm-hmm. to this point, because we had such high hopes for the Colts. They haven't lived up to that to the point where they have benched their starter. The Texans are what the Texans are, and the Jaguars, despite a really good start, are not what we expected maybe that turnaround to be to this point. Um, Let's look at the Raiders-Saints game. Raiders a one-point favorite on the road in New Orleans, and Devontae Adams, who didn't practice yesterday with an illness, didn't practice again today. How much does that change your view on this game? Yeah, this is this now becomes unplayable. Like I was saying, like I thought that maybe this was the Raiders and maybe this was even an over kind of spot or something, but look without Devonte Adams, then it's just, you just back off from this game altogether, right? Like you don't really know exactly what you're getting out of the Raiders. And so if, if that's the case, I mean, nerve wracking for fantasy owners as well. Uh, yes, absolutely. <laughs> I know this is, this is a make or break week for a lot yeah. of people. Um, yeah, this is, this is unplayable for me. This would be one of those where you'd have to see who's a, you know, what the, the final injury report is tomorrow. And again, if they, if they come out by the time that we're on air, we'll certainly let you know, but we got to, we got to figure out what's going on with that team for their, mm-hmm. before you can play them for sure. Let's talk a little NBA here. Uh, not only are the Lakers 0-4 straight up, they are the only team in the NBA that is yet to cover a spread this season, and in large part due to just the abysmal shooting that they have, particularly from three-point range. Beyond the arc, they have been abysmal, and I'm talking historically bad here. 33 of 148 shots from three have gone in. That's 22.3%, the worst three-point percentage over any four-game span at any time in NBA history, Matt. And and it's not just the, the three-point woes either. Uh, Brian Windhorst put this out. Right now, every 100 times they have the ball, they're scoring 97 points. And to put that in perspective, the last time we see it, saw a team score like that to start the season was the 2015-76ers who started their season 1-30. Yeah, it is. I mean, it's it's not just bad for the Lakers. It's like it's it's like full on atrocious watching them play right now. And and I don't know if it's going to get much better. I mean, look, they're they're old, kind of injury prone. You've got a guy that does is is doesn't really. I mean, listen, if you ask Russell Westbrook on the on the low, you won't be here. He'd be like, I don't want to be here anymore. You know, like he don't want to be there. Like, I mean, no one wants to. Why would he want to be there? All he does is get criticized for every single thing that he does. He cannot do 
anything right. That is for sure. I mean, he could play a great three-game stretch, and people would point out, like, the five turnovers or something that he mm-hmm. had. Like, th- he can't do anything right at this point. And so, yeah, this seems completely dysfunctional. And the interesting little note that was pointed out, too, as part of the Anthony Davis deal, the Pelicans own the unprotected first-round pick for the Lakers this season. If this Lakers team absolutely goes mm-hmm. into the tank – Man, you are getting a Pelican squad that we think is already pretty solid and has a pretty good nucleus, and we know that there are three dudes coming out into this NBA draft that are supposedly as close to can't-miss prospects as we've seen in quite a long time. This could be uh, – This could be. I'll tell you what. We know one, We know a group of people down in New Orleans and Louisiana that are rooting <laughs> for this team to completely fall apart. That is for sure. We know, yes. we know that's happening. <laughs> no doubt. Uh, next up, the Lakers are at Minnesota on Friday. The only t- time a James-led team has started a season 0-4. It was 2003, his rookie season with the Cavaliers. Uh, that team finished 35-47. and 47. Also notable yesterday, the Nets lost to the Bucks 110-99, falling to 1-3 to start the season. Giannis had 43 points. Ben Simmons didn't get a whole lot done yet again either here. Yeah, the Nets fall to plus 750 to win it all at this point. And I think this is a pretty good pretty good point for us to bring out that, hey, listen, when we were talking about these super short shots from a futures perspective to win the NBA championship, we were like, hey, don't bet these guys. Mm-hmm. Because at some point, they are going to go on some sort of little losing streak. You are going to be able to get a better number than you get. Whatever. The Nets were sitting – you know, three to one, four to one, something like that. And, and what, and now they're sitting plus seven fifty, right? I mean, like there, this happens a ton, right? With these super short shots, like not everybody just comes out of the gates blazing. Right. And like, so with the nets, now you're getting a better price. Now, this is maybe a point where you could at least pull a trigger a little bit, right? Like put a little bit of seven fifty in your account. If you do believe in this net squad, if you do think that they get it all together. I mean, you could put a little 750 in there. If they happen to lose a couple more, you could put a little bit more in there when it, if it goes a little bit longer. But, um, yeah, this is this is really all this is to me. It's just like, I think the Nets will be fine. I think this is just a, a case in, hey, be very patient with these short shots mm-hmm. in the NBA. It's a long season. It's in, And certainly start out one and three, oh and four, yeah. two and five, two and six. Like that's not the craziest thing in the world, right? I mean, like you just, it's it happens all the time. The video going wild right now is Kyrie giving the ball to Ben Simmons in the paint shoot and he does not shoot he does no interest in didn't, that didn't that's didn't, didn't shoot point. and then everyone just all they want to do is talk about that yep that's, that's it. all they want to talk about uh Brooklyn is back in action tonight in the second half of a back to back hosting the Mavericks as a two and a half point dog total 225 and a half one of four games in action in the NBA today we're going to step aside plenty more NFL coming back including division decisions continued This is VSIN's Final Countdown with Stormy Bonatoni and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Basketball season tipped off this past week, which means so did all the basketball promotions on Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook. Bet Rivers, your go to place for the latest odds, lines, and unique promos, like the weekly same game parlays. You place three or more same game parlays every week and receive a free $10 basketball free bet during both October and November. Go to betrivers.com or download the Bet Rivers app today. It's a whole new game. You know, a little bit earlier, I, I, I did giggle and I decided, you know, let's roll with the segment, but we did, we did the read. Last um, last segment, and you you didn't allow me to do the Canadian conversion, and so you just like didn't e- no not not, not are even, you not, not even getting a, pause. a hint are you not, not getting even, a hint? not even a pause after you got done and just rolled right into the thing, and I'm like okay I see how we're playing this now all right 
I get you. I get you. I don't don't think I didn't notice. I did. I did. I did notice that. Did you? You didn't even pull up the information. Oh, I had it. You are ro- lying. Roaring, I ready saw you to go. on your phone as I was doing the no. read. I have incredible peripheral vision, and I saw Maybe that's you why were you on your phone some of the words because you're peripheral vision too much. Because you'd be bothering me, dude. You don't yeah. even realize. Okay, um, not only do I have to make decisions when it comes to my reads and how to start one thirty four thirty four Canadian. That's why I thought it was awesome because it's one thirty four thirty four today. So cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, anyways, yesterday. We got into the AFC divisions that we would bet now. Today, we're going to do division decisions for the NFC. And let's start with the leader in the clubhouse here, the NFC East, something that you have never said in a previous year. But the Philadelphia Eagles, a $4 favorite in a division that might actually be the best division or one of the best divisions in football right now. Not the AFC West like we all had thought, but the Giants at six and one, the Dallas Cowboys five and two, the Commanders aren't good, but it, that's that's fine. Um, if you had to bet one of these numbers right now, would it have to be the Eagles? Would you just have to lay the number? And yeah. we're not interested in doing that. Yeah, no, I mean like I, it. So if you have a normal, if you just have like a normal bankroll, then it would be fun, I guess, to have a nine to one on the Giants in there and hope that the Eagles stumbled somewhere along the way, but. They're the favorite for a reason, and they're the favorite for a reason because they have they had the easiest schedule entering the season based off of projected win totals coming into the year. They continue to have one of the easiest schedules as we move forward because a lot of that has played out over the course of the season. And if you look here, coming out of a bye in which they're able to go and get healthy and make a trade for an awesome pass rusher, you land with Pittsburgh, Houston, Washington, Indy as your first mm-hmm. four games out of the bye. I mean, it's just such an amazing, amazing, amazing spot for them to go to be 10 and 0. Like, I mean, like to be such a good team yeah. and then get the schedule that you have ahead of you is just a match made in heaven for this. And team. I stopped short of saying green Bay there in week 12, but look by week 12, this green Bay could be a dumpster fire. I mean, like full on, like, I mean, like by week 12, if they've continued to lose and all this, Aaron Rodgers might've gone off the mm-hmm. road. You know, we might not even know where he's at. He's like, he just like took off hiking into the Himalayas and like, we don't even know where he's at anymore and stuff like that. I mean, like, so uh, there, there's no telling where, where the Packers are going to be by week 12. So, I mean, if you look at that, I mean, you could even kind of include that in there. So you come out of a bye to Steelers, Texan commanders, Colts, Packers. I mean, your first real test maybe becomes the Titans there in week 13. Which I mean, isn't it's, saying a whole lot yeah, either. Yeah. It's, so. so it's, it's a, it's just, this thing is just set up so so great for this Eagles team. And if you look at the rest of their schedule, it's kind of hard to see unless the Cowboys continue to win at the clip that they're winning, maybe, maybe on the road week 16, they might be a dog and it's probably more of a toss coin toss type situation, like a coin flip deal, but they're, they're going to be favorites in every one of these games too. Like they're going to be favorites in, in every game the rest of the season. All right, let's look at the NFC South because the Bucks, despite being just three and four and being nowhere near the type of team that we thought they would be, minus 225 favorite in the NFC South, they are tied with the Falcons atop the division and only one game separates them from the bottom of the division with the Carolina Panthers and New Orleans Saints. Uh, Carolina, the longest shot there at 18 to one. You have a few Falcons tickets already in pocket. But this is something that we talked about yesterday because we brought up Atlanta Falcons potential to make or miss the playoffs. And if you were to want to invest in Atlanta and you think that they're going to make the postseason, this is a better market for you to buy in on at plus 275 because the make the playoffs is plus 175. You're getting a way better number mm-hmm. here, and you essentially need the same outcome. Yeah, you would need them to win the division. Yeah, to make you're, it. you are not, you're certainly not 
getting two teams out of this division. I don't think at this point. And, and I mean, and I think if you're putting anything in your account, two at this point, it's got to be anything other than the Bucks because I think this is just so still incredibly up in the air with any of these teams. And it, it, look. Would it be best for Carolina to try to lose? It would. Would it be be actually probably be best for any of these teams to continue to try to lose? And that includes the Bucs because we know Brady's not going to play that much longer either. They could all use a quarterback. This whole division could use a quarterback. Honest to God. Like all, all this whole division could use a quarterback. And here's the thing with the Falcons. At some point, and, and unless they really think they're going to win this division and, and make the playoffs, at some point, they're going to have to make a switch off of Mariota to Desmond Ritter because mm-hmm. you you drafted Ritter. You have to see what you have in Ritter. You have to – and listen, the Falcons have been running the ball at a historically high rate. Like, they are – I know we think about the Bears running all the time, too. The Falcons run just as much as the Bears. Like, like Marcus Mariota never throws the ball. They don't have any confidence in him. I was about to say, their pass game is just as bad yeah, as well. Yeah, like, they don't, they don't have any confidence in him to throw the ball. And so, like, I think at some point, all it would take is, like, a two- or three-game losing streak to – the calls for Ritter to like start coming right and 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 look that's not out of the realm of possibility because this game against the Panthers they are entering this game against the Panthers really really beat up in the secondary I mean like they're they're not gonna have anybody mm-hmm. out there to cover which I understand it is PJ Walker quarterback but there's still DJ mm-hmm. Moore that's out there for, catching passes for the Panthers they still you know they spent a second round pick on Terrace Marshall last year I don't know whether he's any good or not I guess we'll find out you know but they spent a second round pick on him He's instantly inserted into the lineups of starter now that Robbie Anderson's out of town. So, uh, you know, there, there's there's a chance for this Falcons team for this season to start to go off the rails. And so mm-hmm. then they might go to a rookie quarterback as well. So, like, I don't know. Do you bet the Saints just because at least you know Andy Dalton? Like, you're, uh, you're not you're not happy about I, Andy Dalton. I would. So I'm not going to be doing that. You're but not yes. happy about Andy Dalton, <laughs> but I mean, at least you know what you're getting, right, for the rest of the season. You at least know what a you're... A quarterback without a broken back. Like you do pa- have that. Like, at some point, the Panthers are going to go back to either Darnold or, Mayf- or, or Baker or whatever. Like, there's going to be a quarterback yeah. change there. There's going to be a quarterback change for the Falcons, and... Who knows? Brady might have to re- – we just found out. Brady might have to retire in the middle of the season or Giselle's going to leave him. We just saw the report come through from Us Weekly, who we found out is never wrong. Yeah. Stephanie so, – yes. Ste- our producer, Stephanie, yeah. is all about – she knows She so, knows the inside scoop on all that bravo so the, so the only thing we know is Andy Dalton is going to be quarterback for the aye, Saints. Aye, aye. Okay. So, listen, we, are, we would be betting on at least something we know as opposed I, to something I'm done with this one. I'm done with this conversation. Let's 11 move to on one. to the – I think, listen, 11 to 1. Uh, I mean, it's, it's 11 to 1 for them to win that. God, that division is just so bad. Like, they're so bad I just don't even like talking about them at this point. So, let's move on to the NFC West, another division that's not great considering every single one of the teams in the division right now is a plus money price because there's so much mm-hmm. parity. We have no idea who the real best team is going to be the Seattle Seahawks, who we thought were going to be potentially one of the worst, if not the worst teams in the NFL coming into the season, leads the division at four and three. They're five to one to win the division in the NFC West. The Rams, the defending Super Bowl champs, three and three. They've got a date with division opponent San Francisco this week, who's three and four. And the Cardinals tied there at three and four in the bottom of the barrel. Yeah. So look, if you're a believer in the Sea Chickens, you need to bet them this week. Because if they if they beat the Giants, that five to one to win that division That'd is not going to be there. Yeah, it's not going to be there anymore, and it is certainly not going to be there anymore. Um, if the if the Cardinals happen to lose this week and all, you know, there's a whole bunch of things that can affect how this goes. And again, the Cardinals are you know dogs in in the game this week to the Vikings. So I mean, like there there are a lot of things that could affect this for the for the Seahawks. So I think we're in a pretty decent de- decent spot here at 5 to 1 if you want to bet them if you think that this is actually 
their division to lose. I still default. I don't know. I'm, maybe it's maybe I'm just clinging too much to these priors. Like I still feel like it's the Rams. Like I I still feel you like do? it's the Rams. Uh, I still feel like it's the Rams, and Ooh, I don't know why. We like, have some breaking news real quickly ooh. that we're probably going to have to dive into a little bit more after the break since we've only got a minute and a half yes. here. But Jamar Chase dealing with a hip injury that is expected to sideline him four to six weeks makes him a prime candidate for injured reserve. This tweeted by Adam Schefter moments ago. He visited with a hip specialist on Wednesday and is seeking more answers about his injuries, but four to six weeks potentially for the star wide receiver for Cincinnati. That's ungood. That is very bad. That's ungood for bets. Already in accounts and things and whatnot and where for art thou. Yeah. We will uh, we'll definitely have to do that. So, well, I'll let you gather your thoughts in the mm-hmm. break while we do the NFC North here real quickly, and we will yeah. come back to Jamar Chase on the other side. NFC North, the Vikings, the big favorite at $6, which we already have in pocket much better numbers. The Packers, who have won three straight in the division, three and four, and looking bad and not worth a bet, in my opinion. Does Green Bay have... Have anything that makes you believe in them moving forward? Or are they just holding out hope for OBJ and they're not going to get him? Yeah. I mean, no. You you know what you do here is if you you just bet like the Bears at 50 to 1. I'm serious. Like, I mean, like, if you had the to. The Vikings are 5 and 1. If you, no, I'm saying if you had to make a bet today in this, you're not laying okay. six. You're not laying $600 to win 100. For, uh, you know, you're not you're putting $600. Maybe away the Bears for have three figured months. it out with the designed runs but, and Justin right, like, Fields. Okay. Right. So it, it, you just, you're betting on the incredible long shot that maybe Justin Fields is starting to figure the NFL out, right? That maybe this offense is a little bit more efficient with him running all these designed runs and things like that. Okay. We are going to take this break to gather our thoughts, bring you back more. More information on the Jamar Chase situation with the Bengals, as well as contest lines are out for Circa Millions. Get into that and more. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. 
he says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This is VSIN's Final Countdown with Stormy Bonatoni and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to VSIN Final Countdown. This segment presented by Zinn Nicotine Pouches, the surprisingly simple way to enjoy nicotine. Look, most nicotine products are either too complicated to use or don't provide the satisfaction you're looking for. But Zinn Nicotine Pouches might surprise you. Zinn's made with six simple ingredients and is completely tobacco leaf free. Plus, it offers up to one hour of nicotine satisfaction per pouch. Buy Zinn online or find a store near you at Zinn.com. That's Z-Y-N.com today. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Rolling along here live from Las Vegas. Before we left you last, we had mentioned the breaking news of the day that Cincinnati Bengals star receiver Jamar Chase, according to NFL reporter Adam Schefter, will be sidelined four to six weeks dealing with a hip injury. Um, this was an injury that he sustained against the Saints a few weeks ago. Has reportedly been bothered by it ever since. Re-aggravated it last week. Injured reserve is a very realistic thing for him in the coming days, according to Mike Garofolo. So what's your initial reaction here to this news, not only for the game that is coming up this week on Monday Night Football against the Browns, but upcoming as well? Yeah, we're looking, so all the three and a halfs are gone now. So back down to three for Cincinnati as favored over the Browns on Monday night football. Um, look, if there is a team that could withstand this, it might be Cincinnati having T. Higgins and Tyler Boyd, right? Like, so you have, it was already the best trio of wide receivers that there was in the NFL. And so now you have two dudes that are just going to have to step up. And, you know, look, T. Higgins would be a, would be a one on, you know, a third of the teams in the NFL, if not, you know, if not more. So it's it's not like it's a stretch that he would be able to step up in, in, into this role. And then, you know, Tyler Boyd had a massive game last week. He's another really solid solid receiver. Now, the question is, is what are they going to do from a third receiver perspective? They've got Mike Thomas on the roster, um, so they could maybe try to utilize him a little bit more. They have Trent Taylor on the roster as well. I don't know. We are still pre-trade um, deadline, so who mm-hmm. knows? Maybe maybe they want to make a move, right? And it, it, I don't think it'd be like a, a move for – since Chase is supposed to be back in, in four to six weeks as is anyway, I don't think it's like a move where you bring in, you know, one of these premier wide receivers that may or may not be on the table. You know, Jerry Judy is supposedly up for grabs. Chase Claypool is supposedly up for grabs. I don't think you're going to get one of those guys, especially when you – like, you know, he's going to be back in a month, but maybe you can get like a kind of like that, a third guy, you know, okay. just a solid number three that could come in and kind of bridge the gap there for this team. Or maybe there's somebody lingering out there. I don't know. Maybe some other guy that used to go to LSU that's, you know, is going to sign with some team at some point. You know, I don't know. It's, you know, it goes by three little, <laughs> three, three little, three little initials or something fine. like that. You know, uh, maybe he wants to come in and, and play for Cincinnati. Um, apparently, this will not be anything that requires surgery. It's going to be a rest and rehab thing. At least a month, though, is what it looks like. And I think a little bit fortunate, though, is the schedule ahead for them. They are at the Browns this week. Then they take on Carolina, who we know is missing a lot of pieces. They have the bye week mixed in there mm-hmm. as well. And then they're at Pittsburgh against the Steelers. So, like, let's say that it is in that four-week window. Maybe he's available back at Tennessee. Or, more importantly, that week, what is that, week 13 against yeah. the Kansas City Chiefs. They could really use him there. And and I think that the timing of this is certainly – 
is certainly in line with what you just mentioned, right? I mean, I think this is the the deal where they go in and they say, okay, if we can, if there's any little stretch in our schedule where we could withstand being without him, it would be right now, mm-hmm. right? Like Browns, Panthers, we get the bye week for free, and then the Steelers, like, let's do this and let's do this mm-hmm. now. Just shut him down, make sure that he's healthy the back for, that stretch, the for that stretch run. Because look at that, it does, it gets much. That said, it is not as bad as we thought it was going to be preseason. Like Absolutely. preseason. We thought this was going to be much, much, much worse. We know the Bucks are not near what we thought. We know the Patriots are not near what we thought. We know the Ravens aren't near what we thought. So it's not as bad as we thought when the season was was starting, but it's still a very rough stretch. You do play the Chiefs. You do play at the Patriots. You do play the Bills and the Ravens. So, I mean, it is going to be it's going to be rough. They're going to need to get those wins against these layup mm-hmm. teams, but it's, but like you mentioned, like you can't do it at the risk of not having him for that back half. And like, I, that's, that's, I don't know how much this will make an effect, an impact on the division here, but right now they are tied to top the division with the Ravens, both sitting at four and three, mm-hmm. but while the Ravens are odds on minus 190 favorite, the Bengals are two to one, and you already talked about having interest potentially in buying in on Cincinnati, so if they can make it through this stretch mm-hmm. without him, Getting a good plus money number on and Cincinnati. This is people running into this to to this news and making bets on this, by the way, because this is yesterday we went over this division mm-hmm. and yesterday they were plus one seventy. Mm-hmm. So this has moved from plus one seventy to two to one. Because more people today, are buying in on the like Ravens in the last right now, thirty yep. minutes, you know, whatever, in the last fifteen minutes, this thing has moved and people come in and rushing to bet the Ravens. And listen, that's fine and all, but like Ravens might lose tonight. I mean, like, mm-hmm. like you know, the Ravens might lose tonight. So I don't know if I would be running to. to if grab the Ravens that lose tonight, what do you think that the number would move to on Cincinnati? Mm, it's probably going to probably back to that what we were looking at, okay. right? You know, that kind of one seventy, one eighty, something like that. I mean, I'm I would almost if I wanted to bet Cincinnati, I would almost wait and hope that the Bucks win tonight, and then I mean, I hope that the Ravens win tonight, and then you get mm-hmm. you know well over two to one, you know, like two two and a half to one, something like that. Because again. That stretch is the best stretch in their in their entire schedule to have to be without your Absolutely. most dynamic player. Like that is the the best stretch they could possibly be. Debo Samuel did not practice again today, dealing with a lingering hamstring issue. Um, obviously, like we mentioned earlier, the San Francisco 49ers taking on division opponent LA this week, uh, one and a half point favorite on the road at SoFi Stadium. And Debo has been so important to the success of this 49ers team historically in these meetings with the Rams. He's a very important key cog for Jimmy Garoppolo because of the yards after catch that he's able to deliver on a regular basis. So I know we discussed it yesterday, how impactful it is if Debo Samuel either is unavailable this week or is not himself when he is on the field, but another day he's not practicing. Yeah, this is another another one of those games where I think I've just got to like Lay Before you can pull the trigger, you know, yeah, yeah, like until, until, until you figure out what's going on, it's very hard to bet this game because, again, like, a 49ers team with and without Debo Samuel is Very is a completely different. different handicap. Yeah, I mean, it's just a completely different handicap. Like, having that dude out there is just a completely different team. And so, yeah, for me, I'll I'll st- stick around till tomorrow and see what the official injury report is. We do have some stuff coming through right now that, the, that Julio Jones is expected to be active tonight against the Ravens, according to Mike Garofolo. So, it looks like the Bucs, for the first time since week one, We'll have all of the receivers out there. Well, no, Russell Gage is is out. Never mind. No, they won't. No, they won't. But they'll at least have. They'll at least have. Uh, they'll at least have Julio yeah. Jones back Julio for the first, for the first time, time yeah. in three weeks. Yeah. Uh, he's only played two games, I believe, this season. So. We'll see if he's able to make an impact. And if Mike Evans, who, while he he's on the injury report practicing, he's still dealing with something too. And yeah. 
And this, apparently you can't catch a ball that you or I could catch this whole despite game. being one of the top receivers in the NFL. So this whole game, see if they can get it together. I mean, like this, this whole, I don't know, <laughs> this whole game. I, hopefully the injury report for the Ravens doesn't come through just completely trash to where we're literally just having like backup bowl 2022 here. And it's like the That's all, Thursday night football though. Would yeah. you expect anything less at this point? No, I mean, it's these just, primetime games are rough. It's, it's true. I mean, I don't know if any of the books out there have up player. They probably already yanked them down. If they don't, if they do still have up player props, smash T Higgins props right now. Like T Higgins is going to have a monster, monster day. Um, So smash the T Higgins props, maybe even Tyler Boyd props. But like I said, probably most books have already pulled them down by now. But if, if your book of choice is being lazy, then uh, take advantage of it. Uh, Ezekiel Elliott mispracticed yesterday. I haven't seen a status report on him today, but dealing with a knee injury, there has been concern whether or not he'd be available for Sunday's game against the Bears, but he was not ready to rule himself out yesterday. He said that um, the knee feels all right. It's a little bit stiff, but if he doesn't play, I think Tony Pollard would be right there, ready oh. and willing to <laughs> do all the work that he possibly He's yeah. so explosive and it's fun to watch, and they haven't yeah. given him that much opportunity. This is basically so. like non-news because Tony Pollard's better than Zeke yeah. is anyway, so it's like, I mean, if you're a Cowboys fan, like, secretly you're going. I was surprised reading, <sighs> though, that he'd never had more than 14 carries in a game, even yeah. to this point. Yeah, Jer- it's, a, it's a Jerry Jones mandate. It makes no yeah, sense. Yeah, it's a Jerry Jones mandate. We gave all this money to Zeke it Elliott. No you will sense. feed Zeke Elliott no matter what. I do not care. <laughs> I don't. Did you see his knee like bend in the wrong direction? Yes, it and was he, hyperextended. And then he came it back in terrifying. and played anyway. Yeah, yeah, and it still scored two touchdowns. Yeah, because came, came back in from game. Jerry. He's like, you better tell him to get back in there. We paid him. <laughs> like, let's get this done. Yeah, this this game again. Like I said, this is probably going to be the most popular game from a from a survivor standpoint. And I, I I bet you you will be terrified at least at least two different times in this game. You will be terrified that you put in your pick for the Cowboys. Now, I still think that they win the game, but I think two different at two different moments, you're going to be like at one point in the second quarter, at one point in the third quarter, you're going to go, oh, what have I done? Oh, God, I can't The big I favorites cannot be trusted, mind no. you, at all. We've seen that week in and week no. out. Uh, we're going to wrap up hour one with our pro tip like we do every hour here on VEASAN. Make sure you become a subscriber today so that you can get all 20 of them every single day, actionable insights to make you a better, better. But we talked about this when we were looking at the divisions. Look for bets that are based on the same outcome but have different odds. So we mentioned the Falcons to make the playoffs or – plus 175, but plus 275 to win the division. And those things are correlated. We don't think the two teams from the NFC South are going to make the playoffs, so it's a better bet to have them to win the division than to make the playoffs. Absolutely. There are are more than one ways to get the same outcome of a bet. And and look, the betting menu at DraftKings is like so incredibly expansive. Do some digging. Do some digging. We'll be back for hour two in a moment. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. 
Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.